Do you find yourself struggling to get consistent bookings for your photography business? No matter how much effort you put into your marketing, you can't get enough clients to sustain your business. Well, you need to treat your boutique photography business like a big business. Treating your small photography business like the big box stores will give you the perspective and action plan to attract and retain clients. A big box or CEO mindset is crucial for your business because it helps create a consistent flow of clients and bookings. Without it, you'll struggle to find clients and grow your business. Once you understand that your business is bigger than finding your next client, you can live into a vision and not just live for today. In this episode, I help you see the big picture of your business, take actionable steps, and start getting consistent bookings for your photography business. I'll discuss the five elements you need to address and how to apply them so that you can have consistent bookings of dreamy clients. If you continue to try everything without taking consistent strategic actions, you can expect to keep struggling with getting bookings and growing your business. So don't miss out on this opportunity to flip that switch on your business and start getting consistent bookings for your photography business. Keep listening and take that first step towards growing your business. Welcome to the Photographer's Action Plan. We're all about helping you build a successful photography business and life. Our goal is to delight your clients and make marketing, sales, and processes a breeze so that you can focus on growing your luxury brand. We're excited to share with you actionable photography business pro tips and lifestyle hacks, along with some oops moments, because, let's face it, we all make mistakes sometimes. We want to be your photo biz bestie on the go, providing you with valuable insights to help you grow a profitable photography business without burning out you'll hear interviews with other photographers and business leaders, as well as solo episodes from your executive marketing assistant, Shar Stackel. So take some time for yourself, and listen in while you can, even if your mother's day was less breakfast in bed and more breakfast in your hair. And get ready to take your photography business to the next level with the photographer's action plan. All right, so in today's episode, uh, I want to just kind of qualify and let you know that I'm not really going to be talking about getting bookings in this episode. And even though it is about getting bookings, it's really a little bit more about getting your dream clients, not just simply booking to book. Because if if like all of us who've been, been in business, no matter what business you have been in, you've probably had those clients that you took just because you felt like you needed to book the money, get the money, book the money, either way. And it's not really about that in this today's episode. So I'm going to just let you know, uh, if you do need money or cash infusion right away, I would suggest to find an alternative way to make money. Uh, This episode is really addressing consistent bookings, not bookings right now. So if you have a little more lead time into the year or into your season, 
let's start there. So I'm kind of talking like six months at the shortest amount of time. So this isn't really for you episode if you do need that money right now. So keep that in mind. Okay, so now that I've gotten that uh, little disclaimer out of the way, uh, let's talk about these five smart ways to deal with booking clients. Well, first of all, the first one I'm going to say, and it's really everything is going to be based off of this very first tip, but we're just going to dive in a little deeper. The first one, and I mentioned it in the intro, is to treat your business your boutique photography business like it's a big business. So what that means is it's not just your mindset, but it's also the actions that you do take in it. So first of all, think of it being planned out so you're not scrambling to find bookings in the future. So you need to stop scrambling and getting into that kind of mindset of like, I need to find clients or book clients and start thinking of it as being planned out and ready to go for the year. I want to talk a little bit about my background and I have worked for two big businesses that were big box stores corporate. And the one thing that stands out in between working with small photographers and boutique photographer businesses versus a corporate is that that mindset within working with corporate and with photographers by themselves is that the corporates are planned out ahead of time, sometimes a year, sometimes more, sometimes less, but at least they are planned out and they have a plan for their seasonality. When I worked as a merchandiser, you would see that they would have a merchandising calendar for every season of the year. So quarterly, you would have a plan what was going to happen the next quarter. And I'm sure it's based off of past experiences. So if you've only been in business for less than a year, you're not going to have that history to figure out exactly what your sessions are like and when your season comes into play. But if you've worked in your business for more than a year, you're going to have a little bit more of that history of like, okay, so this is when I start promoting these sessions and you're going to figure that out. So definitely you're going to want to start with and review your marketing calendar. So that's really my first real tip here is to review your marketing calendar and use it as a resource for you to know exactly what you're going to start promoting and start treating it like a bigger business and knowing ahead of time what sessions are coming up. The thing about having that marketing and knowing ahead of time is you're going to be able to start planting the seed of what's coming up in your sessions and start talking about them before you're needing somebody to book them. So you'll be talking about spring sessions ahead of the time that you need to start booking spring sessions, if that makes sense. So um, an example of this is whenever you go into, let's say Target, 
right? So when you go into Target, there's spring set. So when gardening, right, you see their gardening usually show up February or March. Just start keying into those places that you love to shop. Um, Target's always a, a good example. And you'll see whenever holidays are coming up that they're actually have the holiday merchandise out at least a month ahead of time, sometimes more. This is that thing when you go into the stores and they have Christmas out and you either love it or you hate it. And you're like, oh, Christmas, I can't believe it already. And that could be Christmas, I can't believe it already, right? You're excited about it. Or you might be one of those people who are like, Christmas, they have Christmas out already. And that's exactly what it is. It's that planting the seed that here it comes. And that's when you why you need to start thinking ahead of time about what sessions are coming so you can start planting that seed into your potential customer's mind or even returning clients mind. That's number one. And um, speaking of, I do have uh, in the resource in the show notes, I do have a outline of a marketing calendar. It's very, very basic. It's just a Google Doc, you'll have to make a copy of it. But what you can do is um, utilize that to start outlining your year per each quarter. And it does have suggestions in there as to what kind of sessions you should be offering when. So um, definitely go in and click on that resource and uh, you can save a copy of that. Okay, so let's talk about number two. The second smart way to deal with booking is to get clear on how you are different. Number one, And number two, how your clients are different. So this is a little bit of thinking about your business, what makes you different in your market. And the other piece of it is what makes your clients different from the other clients in your market. So I'm going to tell you, you need to do a little market research here. So things that you should look at for doing market research, local, look at what other photographers are doing in your local area. How are they marketing? What is their product? What is their client experience? So start there to start getting an idea as to how you are different from the people in your area. So how are your clients different? Start asking yourself this question. What is different about your clients? What do they want? How do they spend their time? How do they spend their money? and what is important to them. And the reason why you want to do this market research is then you are going to actually get clear on what you offer and how you can speak to it either when you have conversations with potential clients or in any kind of your copy. So on your website, on your blog, on your social media, you'll know exactly 
how you are different. And once you know that, you can start leveraging it to have conversations and meaningful conversations, whether they're online or in person. Um, I will suggest that there is a book by um, Mike McCallowitz and Get Different. I will put a link in the show notes and it's very, very good about how you can get different and stand out from your local competition. And I really, really recommend it. Um, I've got a couple links for the book and also for the audiobook for the all of us who are really busy. And I did listen to the audiobook and it is it's it's nice easy listen and uh, some great stuff from him so the third way that you can treat yourself like a big business and be planned out is to put in processes and strategies so i'm going to go over four of these processes that you should have in your photography business if you don't yet. And I'll kind of give a little examples for each one. So the first one is your customer relationship management or your CRM, your marketing, your product and your experience. So you should have processes for all four of those. The first one I'm going to go through is your client relationship management. Here's an example as to one process that you should have, and it builds off of number two about getting clear with who your clients are, and that is your contact form. With the contact form, you can actually qualify your clients and figure out if they are a right fit for you so you know whether or not they're somebody that you would enjoy working with them. So you can ask questions a little bit about their project, where they're looking to shoot, uh, in their contact form. So keep that in mind if there's something in particular that you might be looking for and putting that as a question in your contact form. The second process that you should have in place is a marketing process. So making sure you think of what your voice is and what your position is in your market. So who you are in your market and how you're positioned in your market, as well as how you are marketing and expressing yourself like that in any of your communications. The third process and strategy you should have in place is your product. So your product line, what you carry, and your prices for it. Your experiences is the fourth process you should have. So you should know what your offers are, how they are different, which if you did number two on this one, you would know that. And what are some of those experiences? And start thinking about some fun things that are set you apart in your local area. Do you have coloring books for kids while they're while they're waiting? What is what is it that makes you um, special? Do you have water? Do you bring water bottles on location? What are those little small touches that make you different in your client experience? Okay, we're on to number four way you can treat your business like a big business is to show up consistently. 
So I'm going to kind of get on a little bit of a soapbox right now. But number one is answer your inquiries. So a lot of us hide behind the camera and don't answer our phone. And how can how can you book clients if you're not answering your phone, answering your tasks and getting back to your inquiries? So even if you're client or potential client that contacts you, you know that they are not going to be the right fit. Getting back to them and letting them know that maybe offering somebody in your local area that you think might be a right fit, that would be something to do for them. And they're always going to remember, hey, you know, so-and-so studios had gave me the name of you. And it's all that is, is going to create more word of mouth in the long run, even if you do not book them directly. Another place to show up consistently is on your social platform, whatever social platform that you've decided you should show up consistently. Now, caveat, don't think that consistently is every day if you can't physically do that or even mentally do that. Um, if it's something that you are once a week on and people know that you're on your social media once a week, that's that's just fine. I would recommend doing more than once a week, but um, showing up on your social plan platform consistently is better than not showing up or showing up sporadically. So even if you set a date and time once a week or twice a week and you're on social on those days, great, you're there. But whatever social platform and you can only and you don't need to be on all of them, just be on one. The other place that you need to show up on and be consistent on, and this is, I'm going to say more often is your own platform. And what I mean by that is your website. So your blog. So be on your own platform, be on your blog and talk about what you know and how you help your unique viewpoint in all of those places that you show up and you talk about is going to really help you stand out from that local competition. So number five on how to treat your business like a big business and book those clients is to build strong relationships. And I'm going to talk about two different ones with kind of a little bonus in there. But the first one is going to be networking. And I know networking sometimes gets a bad rap, but it's basically reaching out and just talking to people. And that's the reason why I call it strong relationships, building relationships. It's talking to vendor partners or referral partners and or other photographers and the second piece that you need to build relationships with, keeping in touch with past clients, potential clients, and just people you know, right? There's the third little bonus one because it kind of fits in here as 
building a relationship, but it's also a little bit of networking. So what I mean by that is model calls and auctions. So doing that little bit of a local outreach to places that could be business partners, um, maybe reaching out to places that could potentially where you could actually hang your artwork in if that's something in your business model, or it's something where you gift a session with, with an auction house or some kind of, um, organization that you're passionate with. So that's kind of that building strong relationships piece that most, most big businesses actually have on their calendar. So I recommend that you have that keep in touch networking put into your, your calendar and make it a consistent thing whether it's once a month, once a quarter, however that looks like for your business. To recap, let's talk about some action steps that you can take right now. So first of all, let's get you planned out for the rest of your year, wherever you're at, whenever you listen to this podcast, get you planned out for the year. Download that marketing calendar and brainstorm when your sessions are and when you are going to start promoting them. The second step is to really just deep dive and make a document. And I'm really a big fan of documents. However, you want to be able to reference this document, but create a document that, and it could be an ongoing thing that you add and or subtract from about how you are different than anybody else in your local area. Pay attention to your how your you market different, how you how your product is different, and how your client experience is different. And just have those three things in that document. And you can always add subtract, just make it a working document. And then put in how your clients are different. How do they spend their time? What's important to them? How do they spend their money? Those three things. Once you do that, then you can start really having those puzzle pieces and putting into a process. And you can start putting them into your contact form. You can start putting that into your marketing. You can put that into your product and into your experience. And then now that you have all that, you can start showing up consistently and networking and talking with people and communicating, right? So you knowing what to say before you say it. So now that you have these five ways to think like a CEO, you can have CEO vision meetings where that will help you pull yourself out of those worker weeds, like I like to call it, and really get an idea as to what kind of bookings are actually coming up in your business. And 
you won't be stressing about when those clients are going to be coming in because you know that you have these promotions and you have when the next bookings that you need to actually have sessions for are coming in. Thank you for tuning in to this episode and um, make sure you check out the show notes for all the resources mentioned in this episode, including a free marketing calendar and links to the resources mentioned in the episode. Tune in next week for more action plans for your photography business. Thanks for tuning in to the Photographer's Action Plan. Our goal is to guide you through the ins and outs of running a profitable photography business without sacrificing your well-being. Remember, you can always count on us to be your photo biz bestie on the go. If you found today's episode helpful, don't forget to share it with your business bestie and take a moment to rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast. Your feedback helps us improve and reach more photographers like you. Also, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Action Arrow Media for more photography business insights and inspiration. Thanks for joining us on this journey, and we can't wait to see you in the next episode of the Photographer's Action Plan.